0: The boy is eating. The boy is your drinking. Your name? What is your name? She is not
1: a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with
0: us. Hey everyone, you're listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy.
1: And I'm Paige Sutherland.
0: And today Paige and I have uh, another hot topic to discuss with everybody. It's a little bit touchy, but it's something important to discuss when understanding cultures. And that is race. So we're going to talk a little bit about the history of race, at least in the United States, that we are familiar with growing up, how things are today, and, and how we think things might be in the future. So Paige, race. <laughs> it's a contentious topic. Some people are afraid to talk about it, but I think it's worth talking about. So the US is pretty complex when it comes to race. How about we give our listeners a little bit of a background for what the racial makeup is like in the United States?
1: In the US, you have a large majority of of white people who are mostly European descent. You have a lot of African-Americans, a lot of Latinos. I think, depending on geography, I think there's a lot of racism towards African-Americans all over the country. I think when it comes to Latinos, it's more um, along the border, I would say. It's a little stronger. But I think when you talk about the US, you can't not talk about racism towards black people. You know, it's part of our history. It still exists today. I mean, we have laws for decades that where we enslaved black people. We have laws where we segregated them, where you couldn't use the same bathrooms. You couldn't use certain restaurants or hotels or be in certain places or where to sit on the bus. And so I think like I get a lot of those questions when I have classes with my students because they don't understand why there's this tension and, and racism towards black people and my answer is always that you have to learn the history because we've been wronging this race for centuries and it kind of unfortunately is there's still a lot of racism today. Would you would you agree?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I'd say it's something that definitely still exists. I I think we've seen improvements, especially since the civil rights movements of the 1960s. But yeah, it's it's something that you can still see every day, unfortunately, and I think I think it'll continue for a while. But again, like you said, you have to look at the history of the US. So having such a slave culture for hundreds of years, you know that's going to really affect the makeup of a country and the in the demographics and the cultures and And I explained to people, you know, I explained that yeah at the end of the Civil War in the 1860s the United States technically emancipated slaves, but it was kind of a facade because What happened right after was something called Jim Crow laws and for those who are listening Jim Crow laws essentially were laws that were able to be passed especially in communities in in the southern part of the United States that were basically a way to get around the new constitutional law that freed slaves. It was a way to basically keep slaves seemingly inferior, right, to have still less rights, to essentially still be working for very little to no money and this perpetuated up until you know the 1960s when we saw the civil rights movement really come to a head with Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr. and all these figures that, you know, that we applaud today. So that's a big one for my students that is kind of shocking for them, that they're not aware of this history that continued of segregation, of racism, of of treating blacks really poorly. Even after the Civil War, a lot of them think, okay, Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves and everything was gravy after that. And unfortunately, Unless you have lived in the United States, that's something you can't really understand. So
1: I agree. I mean, going back to what you're saying about the Jim Crow laws, I actually read a book recently called The New Jim Crow Laws, and it talks about how we don't have these segregated laws on the books anymore because we abolished them, but they still exist today because we have this segregation in all our systems across all platforms. Black people are incarcerated more, they're arrested more, they're kicked out of apartments, employment, universities. Unfortunately, it's getting better, but the system is still very flawed where they're not legally being segregated, but they, they are because the system is geared towards white people. And so you kind of had this movement of, oh, we had a first... Black president, you know, there's no more racism towards black people and that's a lie. I mean, yeah I think he gave people a lot of hope You know that like one day, you know, there there can be more black people in power and and rise above But there's still so much inequality in the u.s.
0: Yeah, you're totally right and going off of what you mentioned about you know blacks and Latinos and these other races being incarcerated more they're just straight up targeted more by the police, you know. They get pulled over in their cars more. Maybe if they're walking in the street and uh, a policeman thinks they look, quote, unquote, suspicious, they'll start questioning them. In New York City, there's a, there was a really um, controversial policy called stop and frisk, which was exactly that. You know, f- when you frisk someone, it's when you, you search their whole body to see if they have weapons or drugs. Somebody of this, of this race might be walking down the street and if a policeman if a cop thinks that they look suspicious they'll stop them start asking them questions start patting them down and typically that doesn't happen to white people just to be honest i mean it's very clear to see that they get targeted and you see in the news all the time you know police brutality against this black person this black person died being arrested this person died being shot by a police officer who They didn't have weapons they weren't doing anything to threaten this officer's life and we see a lot of times these officers are acquitted of their crimes right and so there's outrage on on all sides of how are these people getting away with this how is this justifiable and a lot of people point to race so unfortunately you know we keep seeing these things perpetuate and and like you said i think i think things are getting better slowly better and better which is something to be happy about but it's very ignorant to to say that it doesn't exist anymore or things are totally okay because it's clear that they're not
1: going back to what you're saying with the police brutality i was reading this article about how black families have to teach their young children how to be around police officers you know put your hands up don't reach for your pockets, you know, don't, um, like say anything, like how you should look, how you should address them things that a white kid would never, ever be taught. I mean, when I see a police officer, it would never cross my mind as a white female that he would think I had a gun or think I was dangerous or arrest me for no reason. It never crossed my mind. But unfortunately when you live in a country where it does happen much more, to, to black people that they have to teach their kids that, I mean, that's really sad to hear. I think there's an expression for it called white privilege. And I think the older I've gotten, the more I've realized how fortunate I've been in situations that would have gone very differently if I wasn't white. So I think it's important to realize that racism does exist so that you can own up to the fact that you are, you know, given certain rights and privileges that other races aren't.
0: It's true. Yeah, the older the older I get, I, I feel the same way. I kind of realize these things and I I try to understand the perspective of other people and and yeah, understand that not everybody has, has had it as easy as me.
1: And quick reminder, don't forget if you want to advance your English more, learn more, go online to dynamicenglish.cl where you can take private classes, you can take group classes, you can even now take classes online.
0: Let's move on a little bit to something that's been topical also in the U.S. regarding race. And like you mentioned with more the Latino issue, it's more of something over immigration. So... In the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of immigrant detention centers, a lot of separating of families. I mean, I think it was it last year the big controversy happened, where a lot of families, the children, were separated from their parents. Some children even died in custody, and you know, people were saying these are human rights violations. How could you ever separate a child from their from their family? And yeah, it's terrible to see. For that issue, it's more of the typical, these immigrants are coming in, they're taking our jobs, they're, just, they're they're affecting the economy. These jobs should be for American citizens, not for illegal people. And this isn't something we only see in the U.S., but it's definitely a big issue in the U.S., especially with the Mexico-U.S. border. I don't know if you have any thoughts or any more uh, insights onto, in, into that.
1: Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of the... Racist people that I've met in my life. A lot of them are just uneducated. I think We've probably talked about this in past episodes But I think the statistic is like around 50% of people in the US have passports So you're talking about half the country isn't ever leaving the country not being exposed to new cultures new races new ideologies so I think unfortunately A lot of people who are racist, whether it's towards Latinos, black, Muslims, whatever, is because they have never been exposed to that. And so I always question someone who's racist, who's saying, oh, go back to Mexico. And I say, have you ever met a Mexican immigrant? And they say, no. And it's like, so you hate this person that you've never met, you know nothing about them, but yet you have all this hatred. So I feel like I would love people in the U.S. to travel more, be exposed to new cultures, new races and new viewpoints, because I really don't think that we have so much of this racism if people just like open their eyes and, and and traveled more.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's human nature to be afraid of something you don't understand. Right. And so like you said, you have people who they're in their bubble, they're in the U.S. I like where I live, I like my people, why would I ever go somewhere else? I even hear people say that. And really what they're doing is they're just closing themselves off to an opportunity to to meet other people, to meet other cultures. You know, the more I travel the more I realize we're all pretty much the same, right? Everybody goes to work in the morning, everybody takes their kid to school and everybody, you know, wants to, to support their family and and live a happy life, you know. All the cultural and, and atmospheric differences are pretty pretty, you know, topical, pretty superficial if you really think about it. So these people that don't get out of their bubble, they hear on the news, there are these dangerous immigrants crossing the border, coming to take our jobs, coming to, to hurt our citizens. And you know, that's not true. Of course you have a couple bad eggs in, in any situation, but to lump everybody together, it's it's just completely unfair.
1: That's what's always upset me about people who are racist, is they meet one person and identify them as representing the whole race. And it, I just wish people would see people as individuals. It's like, yeah, you met this one guy. He happens to be black, and he's a terrible person. That doesn't mean all black people are bad. So I, I hate when people stereotype to the extreme, because a lot of the problems that people hate about minorities are not their race it's their their economic status so it's like yeah these people are poor imagine their lives like they have four jobs they can't get by they you know can't provide for their families they don't have food on the table like these are stresses that any race any person would have so I feel like I hate when people are like, oh, it's their race, and it's like, no, most of the problems they have is their economic status because of their race, because they're kicked out of a lot of systems that we have the privilege of taking advantage of. So that kind of always makes mad. It's like, oh, this person sucks because of their race, and it's like, no.
0: <laughs> what do we think is going to happen moving forward? Do we think racism is going to completely go away? Do we think it's going to stay as it is? Do we think it's going to get worse? What do you think? Are you optimistic or are you pessimistic about this particular issue?
1: I think I'm optimistic, especially because our generation and even the generation that's younger than us are very progressive, very accepting, travel a lot, which again, I can't say enough. I think traveling is the best education you can get. And so I'm I'm hopeful. I think that the old school thinking of, you know, only think the way that that you and your family think is dying out i think people are loving to see different ideologies being exposed to different cultures so i'm hopeful
0: good good yeah i also i'm in the same boat with you i'm hopeful i think I think like we've said it's still a problem but i think as more progressive generations are getting older we're seeing that race is less of an issue more pluralistic more open-minded and yeah we just we travel more and we see that people really aren't all that different right fingers crossed things will keep getting better and maybe one day we'll all be able to hold hands and sing kumbaya Hopefully. So, all right, everyone. So thanks for tuning in with us today. Again, a contentious topic, but I think something important to to touch on. So, again, if you get lost, go online and check out that audio guide and transcripts. Thanks for tuning in.
1: And we'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.